This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in to Shine On. Hope you're doing well today. Want to go on a crazy adventure? Come on, let's manifest something. How to Manifest, Make Your Dreams a Reality in 40 Days. It's a new book by our first guest whose name is Laura Chung. So I thought, why don't we just do it? Like 40 days from around now is like October 20-something. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pick something to focus on. Let's be fearless and let's manifest. What does manifesting mean to Laura Chung? Manifestation means to me the ability to co-create your desired outcome from your imagination and your thoughts. Okay, who are we co-creating with? So you can call it a universal life force, universe, God, spirit, goddess, but there's energetic oneness that connects to all of us. So aren't we, I guess, manifesting all the time, but not on purpose? We are manifesting all the time. We are creating our reality with our thoughts, our decisions, and our actions. And sometimes we do it unconsciously because we're not aware. And so this whole process and my book speaks to expanding your awareness so that you can consciously create what it is that you desire. Give me an example of how to extend my awareness. So what we're talking about here with spirituality, which is not tied to religion, by the way, is expanding our consciousness. And when we expand our consciousness, we expand our level of awareness. For example, most people that come to me want to manifest money. And so they get into this tunnel vision of like, I need to manifest money, I need to manifest money. And how we've been socialized is to trade hours with dollars. Meanwhile, like there's all these other opportunities. Everything imagined exists already, but because we're not attuned to that level of awareness, we can only see what we focus on. So when you expand your awareness through practices that I offer in the book, you're able to perceive more than what you're focusing on, which is, I feel like, a gift in itself, right? Because when you're so in your tunnel vision, you miss out on a lot of opportunities. So if we were to expand our awareness, we'd see more possibilities, and then we could focus on those possibilities? Like, what are the steps? Where do we start with manifesting? On the first day... I talk about your vision, your dream, and I ask, what have you manifested successfully? Because we all have. Um, Something that we've desired, we've called in, we've um, manifested. So I want you to look at that and say, and ask yourself, what were the beliefs that I needed to believe? What were the action steps I took? What was it that... um, I did to manifest that thing because you have patterns. You have a way of manifesting. Some people are more visual. Some people are more auditory. They need to hear affirmations. Some people are more tactile, like they have to go to the place or 
go test drive a car. So you want to know for yourself, like, how you manifest specifically and how to make it feel real. I get that, too. And I think a lot of people right now are saying, oh, yeah, I have brought things into my life and this is how I did it. Because everybody has their own specific way of bringing things in. Can we manifest for someone else? So we manifest at the individual and collective level worldwide and then based on your affinity groups and your community. So if somebody is telling you, like your friend, I want to manifest my dream job, then you can definitely hold the intention for your dream. But the manifestation that you hold can only be manifested through you. So like you can definitely support somebody in their manifestation. You can definitely hold the intention and pray and and do all the things but um, really it can only come through you. Right. Can people say they want to manifest something but have some sort of uh, like unseen uh, stumbling block? Of course. And those come in the form of fear, doubt, and worry, and impatience. And those are things that are natural human things, the experiences that we have. And I would say to look at that because all of that has information behind it. There's one day where I talk about fear setting, which is something I learned from Tim Ferriss. When you feel fear, go towards the fear. Ask yourself, what is this fear showing me? What am I actually afraid of? But fear, doubt, worry, and patience, those are all things that block us from our manifestations. Mm -hmm. And who was the person you mentioned, Tim? Tim Ferriss. What are some of the things you've manifested? Well, this book. So many things I've manifested, but like a trip. And you'll notice like when you start going down your list, like there are definitely things that you're more able to manifest easier than others. Yeah, I've manifested all sorts of things. How do you know when it's time to give up? That's a good question. And that takes discernment. And that's why this is like an inner journey versus an outward journey. Um, Because most people think like, if I want something, I have to go out and get it. But what I'm suggesting here is more reflecting it back into you. And so um, this is why having heightened awareness is important because you have to understand that there's a benevolent force that knows better than you because it has more of a zoomed out approach. Like you only know what you can manifest based on your previous experiences. That's why I don't recommend manifesting a specific person or like specific things because you have to be open to the way in which it comes in and most likely it's not going to be the way you think. I don't think you should give up, but I think you should be more open. Any big no-nos as we sit down to make dreams a reality in 40 days with you, Laura Chung? Is there anything we should avoid? Oh, avoid? I think we should avoid not believing, (laughs) if that's a thing to not be. Because I think what, what has happened in the last two and a half years is a lot of people stop believing and having faith. A lot of people believe you should... You have to see it before you believe it, but that's just not how it works. You have to believe it, then you see it. There is like this loss of faith in an optimism for people's lives. So I think whatever it takes for you to get to believe and for you to have faith is also what I would suggest to people. That's Laura Chung. She actually has a master's degree in industrial and organizational psychology. She spent a lot of time in corporate America and then manifested a nomadic life, traveling around, teaching others.
how to make their dreams come true. So think about it. You've made things happen before. Maybe you were calling in your dream house or your dream spouse, or maybe you manifested a pet or uh, some sort of fun adventure. You know, you've had a thought. You put some foundation underneath that thought and you move toward the thought. Let's give that a try. Let's pick something to manifest in 40 days and we'll check back mid-October. You're going to have to remind me unless I manifest being able to hang on to my to-do list. Let's do it just for fun. I'll tell you this. I don't know who Tim Ferriss is yet, but I'm not running towards the fear. That's not for me. Not yet anyway. But Laura said this is an inner journey. So let's create the rules ourselves. You manifest your way, I'll manifest my way. Call me if you need any help or ideas. Now let's turn our thoughts towards some good ideas from Carol Pesci. And this is fun for me because I get to spend some time with a podcasting and radio sister. Carol is an author and entrepreneur and co-host of Happy Hour on one of our sister stations. And she's got 21 ways to raise your vibe in 21 days. And what's super cool about this book is that these 21 ways are sort of color-coded to meet your mood. Not all the ways will work for you every day, but the color coding helps you find the one to work for you today. If you're feeling down and blue, and I suggest you go do something fun to raise your vibe, you're going to be like, Mm. no, I'm not even there. It's not within reach. Right. So I suggest, and that's why I have that guide, is like, depending on where you, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling neutral? Then these will work for you. Are you feeling down? Then these will be in your reach. And then there's a few that are universal, such as doing an act of kindness, no matter where you find yourself. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that I opened to that one. Talk a little bit about that. Like, if you're just not feeling good about anything, how can doing something for somebody else change you? Your brain is like the greatest pharmacy on earth. When you do an act of kindness for someone else, your brain releases a drug, you've probably heard of it, called serotonin. It's one of the most common ingredients in antidepressants. So when you think of someone else and when you do something kind for someone else, your body will physically release serotonin, which boosts your mood. So you really can't do an unselfish thing, right? Everything you do helps yourself. That's true. I am selfishly kind. Yes. (laughs) You both win because have you ever had anybody do something kind for you, I'm sure, right? And you feel better. Yes. And they feel better too. Very good. And that is one of the universal ways of the 21 ways is no matter where you find yourself. And you don't need money to do that. You can do anything thoughtful for someone else. Mm -hmm. Where are you, Carol Pesci, on our uh, continuum of of color moods today? I am definitely in the pink gold zone because I'm really happy to be here. I I feel very strongly about what I want this book to do for people. Mm -hmm. And this is fun for me to be talking with you on our sister station. Good, good, good. So you're pink to gold. (laughs) So 21 ways to raise your vibe in 21 days. Do I need to do this, you know, block some time off on the calendar and just go one through 21? Or can I put it down and pick it up? Whatever works for you. Because to me, if you have too much structure, that weighs you down. And I'm all about enjoying life more. So whatever works for you, I do suggest people try a 21-day challenge. They don't have to choose all of the 21 ways. They can choose seven that they like and do them each three times or, or whatever works for them. But I would like, if we if we can take a moment, Casey, and talk about the premise as to why this matters, why raising your vibe even matters. We now know through a field of study 
known as quantum physics, that everything in the universe, everything that you even think of as a material object, a human body, every cell, everything at its core is comprised of energy. We can measure that now. Have you ever had somebody walk in a room and you didn't even engage with them yet and you got a really good feeling about them? Yes, but more to more so the opposite. <laughs> you know, and you know, and yes, and I address that too. And people will tell you you're being judgmental. Yeah, right. And I think you're being intuitive. You are feeling that person's person's energy field. So our mood, we are beings of energy. We know this now. It's not woo-woo. And we interact with the world around us based on our energy. It's like when I want to listen to HUD and I tune the station and because that's the station I want to connect to and that's what I want to hear. So when you see people, and I think we've all asked ourselves this question, why does life seem so easy for them? Why do they seem to have all the luck? And why is life so difficult for me? And my position is it could potentially be your vibe, your energy, because you're interacting with the world and people and the world around you, animals, everything, will interact back with you based on your energy. And so we attract and match with the energy that we're giving out. So if life has been challenging for you, if you're feeling down and you keep trying to change the things around you and not seeing success, I'm saying take a three-week quote-unquote vacation of sorts and instead try one way each day for 21 days and try to boost your mood aka raise your vibe and watch what happens because the world people your own body we know this will start responding differently and we can fool our brain when we smile we can create uh, serotonin and things like that and our body doesn't even know if we're faking the smile so really trying it for 21 days could have a lasting impact on your life how did you come to find all of this I have obsessively studied the field of self-improvement for probably 10 to 15 years. And it just fascinates me. And the more that I uncovered it, when I started learning about energy and, you know, you see all these signs and it's on handbags and all these things lately that says, oh, good vibes only. And, and you think some of it really is fake happiness, but but there is validity to your energy, to your vibes. And, and I do want to, since I just said that, address that I do think that the positive thinking movement has a lot of benefits, but I think it's been taken to an extreme and we deal with what I could consider toxic positivity, where we think we have to show up, up, be smiling in a good mood all the time and that something's wrong with us if we're having a down day or we're feeling sad and and I say no you're human and you are much better off allowing yourself and this is one of the 21 ways is to actually let yourself feel the feels allow space for when you're feeling down because when you fight against it you amplify it so let it be there and it will pass on and move through you and and regarding the good vibes only I don't subscribe to that anymore. I think there was a point that I did, but my in my book, I say something better, I think, is to realize that there's better vibes always available to us. Right. So it's okay to feel down. It's okay to feel angry. But there's always a way to reach for a little bit of a better vibe. Yeah, right. And because we don't want to deny reality. And life has That's been right. really rough for a really long time. And we've all been under so much stress, even just what's going on in the world today. And it does affect our energy. So it's like we have to be aware that things can make us feel bad. You know, all of this global stuff on top of our own personal lives, it's a lot. 
It's it a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And, and you know, Jonna, who is my co-host on Happy Hour, teases me that I live in Carol's big bubble world <laughs> yeah. because I never watch the news. And I'm, I'm very, if I can't do something about it, I and very deliberate about how much brain space I'm going to give to it. I'm aware enough if, if something major is going down, but I'm very deliberate about who gets my time and energy. And coming along with this book, as I'm saying, yeah, there's some challenging things going on in the world and within you and things you've experienced and not denying that, but take a proactive approach to feel better about who you are, to feel better about your mood. Because how you perceive the world, how you respond to the world, the things that you create and do, all change when you're feeling better, when you're feeling in a better mood. And the reality is, too, nobody's coming to make us feel better. It kind of is our responsibility. 100%. Okay, so what was the last, in this book, 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibe in 21 Days, what was the last tip or technique that you used? I would say I'm going to jump to gratitude because... I do that every day very deliberately is to practice gratitude. When I wake up in the morning, I don't put my feet on the floor and put the covers back and put my feet on the floor until I find something I'm grateful for. I do the same thing at night before I go to bed. And my husband and I have a fun little tip and I talk about this in the book. We have a gratitude jar in our kitchen and we have little slips of paper, pink for me, because I'm a pink freak, and blue for him, and even green slips of paper for guests. And every day we write down something we're grateful for and date it and put it in the jar. And then at New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, we sit down and go through all of the things we're grateful for for that year. That is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ritual. I really love that. And I've done that as gifts one year for everybody and my friends and family. It's a wonderful holiday gift to give to somebody. I want to just jump back for a minute. You said, you you know, you don't get involved with watching uh, too much news. What about your social media feeds? What do they look like? And I clear that every once in a while. And actually, one one of the ways is to periodically go through and cleanse your social media feed. We're inundated these days, Casey, right? We have have more going on in our lives and our heads demanding our attention. You can't care about everything, so you got to choose what really matters to you. And do you really care what that person you went to high school with, uh, what their kids are doing? You know, if it doesn't matter to you, I'm kind of saying clear out. Kind of like you would your physical space. When you clean your physical space, you clean your mental space and vice versa. And I'm deliberate. I follow pages about positivity. And ultimately, stuff does get through. I don't want to live in a complete bubble, but I want to be aware of what's going on. And and people that I care about, if they're going through a tough time, I do want to know about that because I want to be there for them if they need me. So can people get in touch with you? This is a wonderful book for a book club to read through it. It's a quick read and, and you can practice it for 21 days and then reconvene and talk with your friends about it. And I'm happy to come in via Zoom for any book clubs that would like to do that. The book is available. Again, the title is 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibe in 21 Days and Positively Energize Your Life. And it's available on uh, Amazon.com. That's Carol Pesci. Her book is 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibe in 21 Days and Positively energize your life k-e-r-y-l pesci p-e-s-c-h-e from the podcast happy hour on our sister station k-104 find out about her other books from little pink press Maybe you want to try the 21 days before we do our 40 days of manifesting. That'll put you out like 60 days. 
and I'll check with you back sometime in November. If you would like the book, 21 Days to Raise Your Energy, you can email me from the website caseysplace.com. So that's the deal today. If everything is energy, we've got to raise ours and match the energy of the things we're trying to manifest. Over on the Facebook group, A Circle of Women, we've made September the month to remember to meditate. So I am posting there every day. Some information that I hope will inspire you to just sit down. Sit down and breathe. That's a great place to start. And I have to admit, I'm not able to do it every day myself. But when I do, I am always very grateful. I'm grateful we get to spend some time together Sundays at the Market on the River in Verplank. For the Sundays in September and October, we have a bit of a healer's village. There's yoga at 10 a.m. And then usually a speaker or a practitioner after that. This week coming up, we have reflexology and chiropractics. And Laura Aversano is going to give a talk on the healing energy of plants. She's been a guest on this show. Guests in the future include Dr. Michael Roizen. Going to talk to him soon about the Great Age Reboot, Cracking the Longevity Code. One of the founders of Axios will join us soon to talk about the idea of smart brevity. They call it the strunk and white of the digital age. If you don't know what strunk and white is, you probably never worked in a newsroom. But we'll explain. And all you pumpkin spice people getting ready for Halloween. We'll be talking to crime historian and podcaster Kate Winkler Dawson about her new book, All That Is Wicked. Okay, I'm Casey. Thank you again for tuning in to Shine On. And I want to just touch back on what has been our main focus this week on Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. And that is being aware of your energy raising the vibration of your energy, having a really wide focus so you can see that so many things are possible. You know, maybe you think you only need to get that next job, but if you pull focus back, you might see there are dozens of jobs or things or possibilities available to you. And then we get to the work of manifesting, which is really focusing on your dreams, believing in your dreams, being dedicated to your dreams and sprinkling in just a little bit of magic. But underneath all that, you've got to believe you deserve it. You've got to believe why not you. You've got to believe that being a human on the planet alive this moment is all the degree and pedigree and license that you need. And if you can't do that on your own, if you can't believe that you deserve what you want, or if you can't get comfortable with the idea of actually having what you want, talk to somebody, get a counselor, get a coach, speak the words out loud. So many of us have such wonderful dreams in our hearts that we never say out loud. Say what you dream to a friend or to the trees, but say it. And if you're struggling with believing you can have it, say that too. We can't raise the vibration if we're walking around with rocks in our pockets. So let's start unearthing some of those rocks and dropping them so we can rise up. Every little thing you do to bring more happiness into your life affects the happiness of everyone around you and affects the happiness of people you haven't even met yet. So think of it that way. It's your duty to believe you can be more, have more, do more. And not just for the sense of more, but because we owe it to the authentic you that's in there. Oh, I saw a quote the other day and I wish I wrote it down. 
but it said something to the effect of our job is to find what is authentically ours to give and then give that to the world. So if you're wasting any time in not believing you deserve more, you're not being true to that authentic thing inside of you that needs to be born. And let me tell you another quote I heard this week. My girlfriend is taking voice lessons and uh, she's coming along. And she was going over her song list with her vocal coach, and she said, wow, all these songs are really hard, and I'm just a beginner. I can't believe I chose all these hard songs to learn. And the vocal coach says, your soul knows what it's capable of. Shazam. It's like you're getting a triple thought for the day today. And our thought for the day is from Albert Einstein, who said, imagination is everything. It's the preview of life's coming attractions. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine on.